Folks, if, um, if you don't mind, I'd like to just get right to the point. Greetings to everyone, and, you're, and welcome here all. Um, what I wanted to go back over, since we've talked about it already, and where I believe that we are, and not to exclude other scripture, um, let me make this comment, if I can. Many people have said, Ross, what about, and they bring up other scripture, could that have something to do with the timing of today? And by all means, it's just, if I went over all of them, then it would just be an extremely long video. But by all means, now, if you're in doubt your own self, just try to put it in a timeline. Again, you got to read before and after you understand what that actual whole chapter was all, all about. And uh, you can even take in consideration the book and who wrote it um, as to what they were talking about. And you can take a timeline from when the earth was created until the end of the millennial, that you could, or millennium, that you could actually try to put that in there someplace. We're talking about a specific time here uh, to where God is very purposefully stepping in. And um, uh, could those other scriptures have something to do with it? By all means, folks, by all means. And um, so that if you should mention do you see that in something it, it's possible just put it in that timeline okay let me get going here uh we're still talking about and we're we're witnessing what's taking place today within gaza and this is uh, israel's defense force idf that is actually uh trying to clear out a warring faction and and they're doing um, which is surprising a a very it, I want to say not a good job, but they, they're doing it swiftly, a, a lot faster than most people thought would even be possible. Which brings us down to where a lot of a lot of people in, in you know news and we're talking about countries and uh, including America are, are concerned about when Israel wins the war. And, and that's going to be one of the points of the many that I want to make today. When Israel wins the war, who's going to take over? Who's going to control? that uh, that area now <clears throat> that the war is going to be over let's call this gaza a and it looks like israel's winning now israel has a gaza b <laughs> if you allow me to call it that and that is the west bank now israel also has a gaza c which is lebanon or hezbollah and then we can go so far as to say israel actually has a gaza d which is the houthis in yemen all of these being supported by, if it, at the greatest, would be Iran, Iran's proxies. And there, if we saw in Psalm 83, we would see that as the head. So what I'm trying to say to you here, um, my trusty little pen here, um, right here, I want you to read this. It said, uh, for lo, uh, thine enemy make a tumult, and then they have... And they that hate thee have lifted up their head, the one head. So the reason that I say that is, is because what I just described to you, and I broke it down into four different Gazan wars, this is only one that's being won, and they're all headed up, basically by Iran. All right, now let's go back to Scripture again, and what we have said before. And that is, is um, we had seen that Paul was talking about um, hang on here one second. Paul was talking about a time here that a rapture was going to happen. And, and he was talking to the Thessalonians. Okay, so what he did was, 
And, and this is basically in Thessalonians 4, where he talks about very, you know, pointedly that he's talking about the rapture. Now we move into here, but of those times, or I'm paraphrasing here, but of those times and of the seasons, there's no re reason for anybody to write on to us. If we're in that time, we're in that season, no reason to, because we're going to be able to figure it out. And that's where another one of my points are today. Now we've gone over this many times, but I want to add a couple of things to it. All right, so... For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them as travail upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. Okay, let's go back to what's actually taking place here. And that is, is that, that Israel has a chance here greatly of winning this Gazan war quickly. It's, it looks like it's coming to an end. And, and again, back to everyone, and I say everyone, I'm talking about, you know, all the different people involved, the nations and countries involved, um, are realizing that Israel's winning, and so they're trying to determine what to do. What do I do? And <clears throat> this is where I come up with uh, the, the day after the Gaza war is the actual talk of peace and safety. Now remember... I know I'm repeating myself, but I, peace and safety that they're talking about, what is it they're talking about? Peace and safety. Are they actually saying peace and safety? No, maybe. But but the point is, is at the end of Gaza war, Gaza A, that there would be a relative calm or a peace. And, and those that would believe that they're going to be safe to return back to their homes, not only the Palestinians back to their homes again, but also Israel's people back to the borderland between Israel and Gaza and that of Lebanon. But however, there's the little conundrum here. And that is, that's basically another war that Israel has not entered into, it's very close to, but that's up in Lebanon. Remember, I gave it Gaza A, B, C, and D. So, but also the West Bank. So there's another war. So Israel basically has three other wars it's going to have to conquer here. Well, what other time would they be saying peace and safety unless all the wars are won? Now, here's the, here's the, the, the situation as it's unfolding. If, if Israel, over the next, let's say, six months, manages to defeat uh, Hezbollah and, and everybody in West Bank, and then they defeat everybody as far as the Houthis are concerned. They're no longer going to war against Israel. And then Israel has to convince the different nations that they're going to go ahead and within Israel build a temple and build it and sacrifice. How? That doesn't really play out, does it? Because it's still going to be a problem within Israel of the different countries that are saying that you've got to divide the land with the Palestinians and, and uh, there, there's, you know, it's, it's a common understanding that who's in control right now of West Bank is no better than the Hamas. And actually, there's many of the, the terror cell Hamas within the West Bank. I mean, Israel's doing everything they can to attempt to, to stop them, to find their caches of weapons. And they're doing it on a daily basis. And the weapons are coming in almost as fast as Israel's finding them and taking them back out. When are they ever going to be able to say again? that, look, we're going to be living in some peace and some safety. Okay, so here's what I've done. <clears throat> As I believe I have pinpointed the peace and safety that will be talked about, and I think that's actually happening. 
because they're talking about after the war. And then I mentioned, I said, how close it is that Israel's going to win this. But we still see the greater problem. I'm not talking about <clears throat> the other nations that want a war against Israel. That's not, you know, Turkey, Iran, China, uh, Egypt. They're, that's not, they're not wanting to war right now at this time. It's just those warring factions from the head and, and that I showed you in Psalms 83. Okay, so one more point here I want to make to you. The hidden ones. Okay, so <clears throat> right here, let's go back to the hidden ones. I, I want to, because there's, there's, when you see the scripture, just put some emphasis where it's supposed to be. Uh, they have, they have taken uh, crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against the hidden ones. As we discovered before, this is debating the hidden ones, to consult against them, debating, trying to uh, uncover something that's covered up. And so we see that as the hostages. Now there's my next point. Okay, so let's go back over this again. Israel's ready to win a war, but it has three others it would still have to win. In order for what a lot of people are saying right now, that's the only way Israel's going to have a lot of peace and safety and be able to build a temple. No, I don't think so. Because you're still going to have that element of the hatred that is talked about in Psalm 83. Israel is going to have to confront then Saudi Arabia and the other Arab countries that are sworn to the destruction of Israel and to convince them that the, the, the Arab's most third holiest site will no longer be used and we're going to take it over and build our temple there, the Jews are going to say there's no way that's going to happen. Well, and I guess I can't predict the future, but I can't see that working out. So where else are they going to say peace and safety? And what about the hidden ones that are spoken of? Okay, here it is. This is one of the other points I wanted to make now. Let's just, let me just play this out here a little bit, okay? The hidden ones are found because Israel's so close to being able to find them. They, they're, where they're winning, they're running out of, the, when I say they, I better explain that. The warring faction, Hamas, is running out of tunnels to hide in. They're, if they aren't flooding them with water, these, as, as Israel gets closer and closer, Hamas is coming up and out of the tunnels and surrendering as they realize they have no place to go. Sinwar, it's, it's, it's named Yahya Sinwar, you know, Sinwars, <clears throat> he's actually close to being found and he was the founder of Hamas's plan on October 7th. That's how much he hates Jews. And he was the one that established the whole complete plan of being able to find a way to thoroughly disrupt Israel and bring it into a war that all of them would war together and that they would wipe out Israel. But as it, as it is and as it stands, the only ones that really came to war, remember, they were asking, Iran, are you going to get involved? Aren't the, aren't the, uh, isn't Hezbollah going to get involved? Uh, the Houthis said, oh yeah, we're in it. There's no doubt there. What about in West Bank? Come on, West Bank, pick it up, pick it up, let's go. Yeah, it never turned out. So you understand the scenario that I just explained to you earlier makes sense it falls into place so what they're actually doing right now is they're talking about the end of this war 
the end of this war, Sinhwar is going to be caught, killed, one or the other. The hostages are going to be found, released, one of those. And or, uh, Israel's what, going to lose the war? No, I don't think so. Matter of fact, again, this is, you know, the, all the various different countries from Qatar to, you know, to, to Egypt to, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of the other ones that are really involved in it with right now, Saudi Arabia. They're all saying, okay, <clears throat> let's get this straight now. Uh, the war's over. Who's going to control uh, the, the, um, the Gaza Strip? No. Israel's going to have one. They're realizing that that's going to be bringing peace and safety to the people. Not only, like I said, not only of the Israeli people going back to their homes again, but supposedly all the Palestinians now, they're, they're done with that warring faction in there. They can actually start their own new government. That's what they're thinking. But the truth is, as we have it right here in Scripture, what he said, Paul said, he says, I don't need to have to write upon you because you're going to know the season, seasons, they're up and coming. What's going to happen after this, you're going to know. It's in Scripture. It's, it's actually pointed out more from this point on when, uh, you know, when uh, it's fulfilled in Psalms 83 that, that God does his work, his works within and eliminates all those enemies once and for all freeing up the land for Israel, and that's what Psalms 83 is all about. And then you're going to know what's going to happen. The rest of the seasons are going to fall into place. You have seven years uh, once a covenant is, is um, agreed to. So let, let, me, let me just wrap this all up. <clears throat> the hostages seem to be inevitable. They're going to come to an end. I hope not in the bad way that they're found alive and doing well, even though some of them are already told that they have passed on. Um, so we can hope only for the best, but it's mentioned in Psalms 83, those that are hidden are the hostages. They're there. So that's going to come to an end. One way or the other, they're going to find them. That would be the best, wouldn't it? They found them and they're all well and fine, and they could, then they finally catch that Sinwar guy, the leader of Hamas within Gaza Strip, and uh, they eliminate him. Wow. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, they're really going to say, you want to know what? We can probably really move back into our homes again, providing they can keep Hezbollah at bay, West Bank at bay, and the Houthis at bay. But for that moment, they're going to be saying, I think, and they're talking about right now, the end of the war, and who's going to control it, because that's when they're talking about as being the peace and the safety, not the actual words that they're saying, even though we do hear that, for the safety for the people. You know, safety of Israel's people, for the safety of Gaza Strip's people, and uh, when that time of peace that they believe will be coming. And they're going to decide who actually controls the Gaza Strip, which is doesn't make any difference, really, because we know what happens. That's not going to have to be decided because of the fact that Scripture tells us that God will step in in a supernatural and a divine way will actually remove the enemies and free up the land for Israel, and that includes Jordan, by the way, parts of Syria, uh, all of Lebanon, pretty much all of Lebanon, uh, the Gaza Strip that, that takes care of the lower part or higher part, whatever you want to call it, the bottom part of Israel, where it connects to Egypt, the, that part too, that's the Muslim Brotherhood. And remember what Hamas is, it's an offshoot of the Muslim Brotherhood. So when you put this whole picture together in your mind, 
And uh, even though I'm repeating myself here, and I know that, but, you know, again, I, I, I want to do that on purpose. And, and that is so that you can see that the way this is all unfolding, we're looking at right square in front of us, something that is about ready to take place that everyone is talking about that is inevitable at this time it's inevitable you know, that, that Israel's going to win and when they do here comes what we believe that they will be seeing the peace and safety that Paul was meant for us to see and again the gods and people the Palestinians and uh, the surrounding borderlines of Israel with their people no longer having to worry about missiles being launched into Israel that they can live, they feel, safely within their land. And that it would bring about a level of peace to, to all these surrounding areas. So again, all of these scriptures are talking about this time that's in Israel, about the time that Paul is talking about in Thessalonians, the time that Asaph, the prophet of Psalm 83, is talking about. <clears throat> all of them converge together. It actually makes the point. It really does. It makes it very obvious, uh, I think, at this point, we'll, we'll wait and see if something else changes. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. So uh, until the next video, which I still plan on Sunday, but I believe if I've got my dates right, that's going to be Christmas Eve. So uh, the video I'm making, I'm looking forward to, and um, I already have in mind, in my mind what I'm going to talk about. And I think it's maybe take our mind off the war a little bit. So, folks, until then, until Sunday, unless something happens between uh, now, you know, that'd be tonight, tomorrow or something, I, I'll definitely make another video. But until then, I'll definitely be here on Sunday. And um, I hope this was helpful. I, I hope this kind of like puts your thinking into the right places, that, that you can understand that the scripture is truly, really taking place. This is real, very real at this particular time. Now, Paul told us, Asaph told us, other scriptures told us, the outcome and the purpose that Israel is able to continue as it enters into the last seven years of Daniel's prophecy in Daniel 9, 24 through 27. And we call it the tribulation period. It's a time of aligning uh, Israel with some sort of a covenant that someone's going to show up and he's the one that's going to take over everything and it'll be the whole complete world that's the way it's stated revelation 13 uh, as he shows up who is it that could war against him for he's been given great authority and power from a source of power that's basically unlimited if it wasn't for god that he can do whatever he wants and god's going to allow that to unfold unfold as told in Revelation 12 and 13. So we don't have to worry about really what's going to happen after the war. We already know what's going to happen. That sudden destruction and there's safe peace and safety. And that's when the rest kicks in. And uh, God can continue with his foretold prophecies, which not one to date that I've ever found has not been fulfilled. So until then, and that'll be uh, Sunday, folks, um, until then, thanks for stopping in. And I hope this was helpful to you.